0: your father this is a brandon colby jacobs from facebook exclusive and you'll see why 1984 won't be like
1: 1984 touche my nigga. touche Hey
0: I'm sippin' on liquor, my split phone five Two red yellow bitches in my ride right. Can't stop pussy nigga, I'm in my vibe hey. Can't stop pussy nigga, I'm in my hey. vibe Chicken already, just pop one more None of y'all haters gon' stop my door Can't stop pussy nigga, I'm in my vibe Can't hey. pussy nigga, hey. I'm in my vibe Pocket full of spice, bitch, I'm on deck. Blue a cup of thine, ain't broke no sweat. sweat. Sipping good liquor, blowing my drill so high. I don't think I'm getting high no more. I am dope boy fresh in the holes all night. Spending good money, been tipping all night. I'm rocking my J, Watch my.
1: Sh- so, um, I know you got that mixtape with Q45. Yeah. So, get your money out mixtape.
0: Um, that was something that me personally, I, I wanted it to, one, be the tip of the iceberg as far as what I was doing. Mm-hmm. How, how did you know with we, we Q? Well, Q, for one, shout out to Q. That's my dog. I've watched Q, and Q has watched me grow over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, before I was who I am and before Q was who he was, mm-hmm. we knew each other. So we have a, a, a long relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like he was one of the uh, the the... the the best DJs, if not the best DJ, to click-clack with, to facilitate what I was trying to do with that mixtape. Niggas know me for spitting niggas to sleep,
1: Mm -hmm. rap wise So
0: um, a lot of people felt like because of the route that I took concept-wise throughout my songs over the course of the past few years, that I couldn't do that no more or that's not where
1: I was I'm at saying, no more. I'm so. saying, dog, like, like, this is, I will tell you this while you sitting here. Mm-hmm. Like, some of those songs I was looking at and being like, yeah, that's not, that's not the swords I know. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, the I'm So Hated records, they weren't bad records, but it was like, that's not you. Right. You definitely are dope boy. You are definitely weatherman. Right. you you're, you're the, the quintessential dark artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's they just respect you for that shit the same way they respect Eminem for doing that dark shit. Right. And, when Eminem steps out of those boundaries and do that corny shit for these white motherfuckers, mm-hmm. they don't, don't nobody respect that shit. You right? to be like, what the fuck is this shit about? You right? You know what I'm saying? So
0: that's what you used to hear from me. Yeah. I think me locking myself into that zone, and even um, my situation with Devious. Bad shot to Devious, I still my dog. Um, the project that I just did, he did all of the beats for, mm-hmm. and we getting ready to release that in the next couple of months. But I think. With me locking myself into that song-wise, and even locking myself into messing with Devious production-wise, my fans split. So then you got the motherfuckers on this side that felt like, okay, yeah, Swaz is dope, but he don't do shit but rap by gutter shit, and I ain't heard him on shit else but a Devious beat. Mm-hmm. Then you got the motherfuckers on this side that was like, okay, I only want to hear Swords rap about gutter shit, and I only want to hear him rap on Devious beats. Mm-hmm. The thing about those records is, and I've had that from a lot of people, is they feel like I'm overstepping my boundaries, and they feel like I'm doing something or I'm reaching, like I'm trying to do something that's not me. So you're you, the one you thing, weren't trying to make a record for no, the club? No, of course I was trying to make a club record. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't trying to step outside of myself and do something that wasn't me genuinely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dope boy is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weather weatherman is me, mm-hmm. but that's not me 24-7. I'll be selling myself short to myself and selling myself short to the people by just giving them gutter shit. Mm-hmm. Even though that make up a good bulk of my genetic makeup, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like that every day. Yeah. And A lot of these rappers, that's how they fucking niggas up in the head, because they're only keeping you in one lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my job is to rage against the machine and flip the skirt up, or mind you, rip the the, the, the curtain back from the man who's behind... The, the, the curtain, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It exposed a lot of this truth to the, the smoke and mirrors that I see because mm-hmm. it tainted me uh to the situation, to the to the industry. Period. From a consumer and as an artist, to a bit, to a degree, just seeing how shit moved, and it was like me being how I am as a person. It made me back off from it a little mm-hmm. bit because it's too much smoke and mirrors that I care to swallow. Right. But I would sonically I would be selling myself short not to shine a light on the fact that I like women. I don't feel like I look like Idris Elba but for whatever reason yeah. a lot of women fuck with me so I got to facilitate them <laughs> and I got to do records that show y'all I fuck with y'all. Yeah. I do, I, I'm do. in the club I like spending money. I like getting fucked up so I got to facilitate that kind of crowd. Then I got to facilitate the kind of crowd or the motherfuckers that's sitting outside blacked up waiting for the niggas to come out the club. So that come from that too.
1: Uh-huh. but.
0: You, I, I have, I wear a lot of hats artist-wise. Mm-hmm. I do the Spitzville. I do the, I can do top forty records. Mm-hmm. I can get on a record with an R&B person and match that that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do the super dope boy records and do the rap rock records. All of this is me. Mm-hmm. I'm not stepping outside of my realm doing. I'm not reaching for nothing. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of that, I think what you what I created is all of these different lanes of people who like to see me do certain shit and don't like to see me cross over. Mm -hmm. So now the position that I'm in now is I'm trying to facilitate all of that music-wise. So the first thing I wanted to do was wake y'all up. If you felt like I lost it, it's still here. It's me. The only boy soldier. Y'all just old. I'm a classic like Cola. But I'm colder. Hotter than a toaster. Go on, head, sleep. I'ma brew pot of Folgers. Dog tag hanging to my mug, kneecap. Only birds sticky. Let me know who got the tree sap. And I'm the sh- y'all haters just poop, if you're taking baby steps you can't fit in my boots, yeah, I just shoot, I don't ask no questions, I ain't looking for no answer, I just aim my weapon, bang, bang, it ain't slang or a sound effect, you send shots, I send them back, like a bounce check, I like the sound of that, put them where the cow was at, powder had them wide, night resting where the flowers at. A lot of the tracks that I got on the Get Your Money Up mixtape, I'm just ripping mm-hmm. from the start to finish. Mm-hmm. You have very little songs on that mixtape. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started off with, with that. Um the next mixtape I got coming um is titled Uh Pay Me What You Owe Me mm-hmm. and C T and PLO, Fat Shot to C T and P L O, they um they doing that mixtape. That's the next mixtape that I got coming. Got a Southern Smoke mixtape coming with Smalls to follow. Shout out to DJ Small. Um and then after that. I'm still going to be running the mixtape game into the dirt, but then you got the Soda Psychology album, and that's the album that I've been working on over the past
1: year with right. Devious. Since um, you've been gone for a while, let me ask you this. How do you feel like, um, as far as the industry is concerned in, in uh, Duval, because I, I personally feel like since you've been gone, it's kind of tapered off, like that local unity that we had, yeah. when you know, Cash was still trying to come up when he was with Universal SRC, yeah. and I was doing that shit with him and you were doing what you were doing, and, and we had all these, and Point Blank was still at the Roxy, and all of that other shit that we had going on, that's kind of tapered off. What do you think is the cause of that? And also, where do you feel like this market is from a musical standpoint? You think everybody just kind of is like, copycat, I want to be the dope boy nigga to replace. No, um, I, I definitely
0: think that with me and with any other um artist that makes that kind of a standpoint, you definitely um, you definitely have people that come up behind you that, that look at you as a template
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so I do recognize that after I did the Dope Boy record there were a lot of Dope Boy-esque records that followed
1: after mm-hmm.
0: um, but even with those kind of situations it's, I think it's a situation to where um, artist-wise uh, we have to lead By example,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I've heard we need to fuck with each other um, more as far as just amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know how many times I've heard that shit over (laughs) the (laughs) years? And we still ain't doing it? Man, you think I ain't heard that shit on the promoter here, dog? Me (laughs) and my dog, we just talking about that shit on the way over here. Like, you got niggas like to stay in their groups. The niggas that run between the plush clubs, the... Club Christopher's and the et cetera, the bourbon streets and, and 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 the aquas and all of that. Those crowds, the rappers that run with those crowds, like to stay with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. They're not
0: gonna move outside of their circle and fuck with another motherfucker. They thought they don't have no reason to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um the backpack rappers, quote unquote.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they not gonna step outside their circle and fuck with the niggas who run in this circle because they feel like they don't need to. Mm-hmm. And we, I feel like artist wise, we have to lead by example. Um, who do you like in the market? I like a lot of people. I like a lot of people. Uh, I like everybody, honestly. But who Come I. Come on, man. That's me tell cool, time. I, I'm going to explain. <laughs> I like everybody. That's on a personal level and just from a respect level. The fact that you've got enough nuts to put somebody behind your shit and the fact that you got enough nuts to, to say. But only from the
1: standpoint of being an artist. Do you like work with yeah. Like on some on some old. And I bet motherfucker can rap. Like, do you feel like you know what I'm saying? Nephew that? is my dog. Yeah. Shout out to nephew. Um we
0: we're just talking about traffic. Traffic is my nigga. Um You need to do a record with traffic. I like uh you me and traffic know, they don't click clack. We done politicified it already. So That's on record. You see, he just yeah, said it's a done daughter. That a a that's 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 good traffic was happening, nigga. Let's get it. Okay. Um who else do I fought with? I like Chino. Chino is my nigga. t ron is my nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, Cash is my nigga. Like, what do you feel about Cash? I like Bo Gunner. The lane that Cash is in right now, the records that he's making right now, the vibe that he's in right now, I'm more of a Cash fan now than I ever have been. Mm-hmm. And I say that on a lot of different levels. Just um, the vibe that he's in, like the things that he's doing with him singing on the hooks. Mm-hmm. Um... Even though we all know, I don't know really how many people knew that Cash sang, but Cash is always sung. He's implemented it on a lot of his hooks, but the fact that he's really put his foot out there to do it because he don't have to step out there and get no feature from a nigga if he don't have to, mm-hmm. he's he's shining a light on that. Mm-hmm. So artist-wise, the fact that he got enough nuts to do that in itself, my head is off to him. Mm-hmm. But just vibe-wise, the way the, the way his records feel now not saying that he never made good records before but me personally from a consumer standpoint i feel like cash is way more consistent now than he ever has been to me if i hear a cash record now i expect it to be on a certain level you know what i'm saying Yeah, I feel you. based off of am i gonna like this one or am i gonna you know what i'm saying whatever whatever and i'm sure my brothers look at me the same
1: way mm-hmm. but I'm I'm, I'm 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 cash is my nigga right now is my nigga right now. Now from the from the standpoint uh, of evolution, I, I know now that you fucking with uh you fucking with a new management team. You wanna mm-hmm. discuss that? Um
0: what you how you wanna play. <laughs> um, yeah, business wise, I took a hiatus. I took two years off and it was um it wasn't by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Halfway was by choice, and halfway my hand, was forced. Uh, hand just, was forced. My hand was forced just due to the situation I told you about earlier, oh, and I had no way. answers and all that, so I was left to fend for myself. Okay. In um, prior to that situation, I was just artist mode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I let my management handle all the business if y'all felt, and I know my decision making was kind of backwards in that in that standpoint. Um, I'll just let my management handle the business. If y'all felt, not if I felt, if y'all felt like this was best for Sword, then fuck it. All I know is get me out this shit I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So if y'all feel like that's where we need to go, that's where we're going to go. Just set it up and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that crippled me
1: mm-hmm.
0: to a lot. Not to say that, I didn't, that a lot of these people didn't have my genuine best interest in mind at the time when they was doing what they was doing, but I just freed myself up way too much. Way too soon, business wise, mm-hmm. and I learned that coming out of it. It was a lot of things that I had to learn, because mm-hmm. a lot of things I had to do on myself, and I needed to do that. So mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was two years. Mm-hmm. It's '09 now. Yeah. So I really, um, it had to be something as far as to wake me up a little bit, as far as opening myself up to motherfuckers business wise again. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernard Johnson, mm-hmm. Terry Sherman, mm-hmm. um got with them uh they for one I've always I've known them over the past few years. Um and I knew that they were genuine fans initially. Mm-hmm. Um and I've had run-ins with them, seen them out in the club and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I I ain't nothing than like getting up on a motherfucker reading the whites of their eyes and sticking that thermometer in their ass, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> trying, to out, trying to find out what that temperature is, no homo. And that's just the sense, in the real sense of the word. So when I got with them, um, the energy just in the first, within the first five minutes of conversation was just way different than anything that I've been used to before in terms of uh, how genuine they were mm-hmm. about what it was that they was talking about. Um, so that off top just was way, way different to me. Um, so that alone is what made me feel like initially like, okay, well then you might need to give them a chance right off ticket. I don't really know what y'all are doing or what y'all are capable of doing. I know y'all, I know the certain things I know y'all are doing, but y'all set a real good table right now as far as energy-wise. So once we sat down and had a few meetings. Um, We decided that we was all on the same page, so we pulled everything together as far as business-wise on a collective effort to see what we can make happen. So that's the stage we're in right now.